hiatus. We're back here on Bus and Barker on basketball. I am joined by my host with the most. I am Jared, as you well know, or maybe you don't. I hope this is your first time listening because that's awesome. We need more listeners. <laughs> I'm Jared, and it, with me is my esteemed co-host, AJ, the bus, Coach What's Mr. AJ Bussy. What's going on? What's going on? I'm good, man. It's a, it's a beautiful Sunday evening. Uh, the snow is all finally starting to melt. Uh, you know, we're, we're on the eve of March madness where they're announcing all these different shows or shows, <laughs> these yeah. different games and different venues. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of excited cause the tournament is like the only time of year I actually enjoy watching uh, college hoops. You know, I, I failed. I failed myself this year. I promised myself I was going to watch more, uh, college hoops. And I mean, technically, I did. I didn't watch a single game last year. I watched four games this year, um, so I'm very disappointed in myself. But March Madness, yeah, I'm be tuned in. I'm be tuned in for a couple weeks straight. Nice. All right. Uh, who are you interested to see the most? I mean, is there a particular player towards the top middle of the draft or whatnot that you're interested in? Or yeah, yeah. Um, so really, out of there's really no player. I'm interested to see, um, you know, I've been I've been watching or following a little bit more G League uh, this season. So the one player that I'm most interested to see uh, that's probably going to be coming in is going to be uh, what what is it, Scoop Scoop Henderson, uh, you know, very Big ignite. But I'm not going to use a tank. But college wise, I really just watched the tournament, uh, you know, really just to see um, Duke get upset because you know when Duke loses, America is happy. Um, and then, you know, and for, then I for just, sure I'm a Utah fan. I mean, I get that. Yeah. DeLon Wright and Yakapoto got robbed, man. Yeah. You know, so we want, I want Duke to just lose. I want Duke to lose always. Um, shout but, out to my, uh, my resident, uh, Duke super fan, Tiff, Tiff Drake 13. Um, sorry, but the, your blue devils can burn in hell. Well, yeah, they are Satan. So, um, but yeah, nah. And then uh, UCLA, I always watch to see UCLA, even though for football I'm a USC guy, but I've always had a soft spot for UCLA ever since uh, that Westbrook, Kevin Love, Darren Collison uh, team. Nice, nice. Good callback, especially since they almost reunited this year. They almost did. They almost did. Except for Collison, because he's retired. So. Yeah, but hey, you know, I really thought for a second that Russ might have went to uh, he might have went to to Miami, you know, followed that Kevin Love train down there, but you know, it's all good. That would have been interesting. I mean, I, like it feels like Miami needed to do something, and Kevin Love just ain't enough. <laughs> no, he ain't enough, and they spent a lot of money for Kyle Lowry to not score. Um, and be Killer Kyle Corver. <laughs> Kyle Lowry is the worst player in the playoffs ever. <laughs> that's, that's probably the uh, that's gotta be a top three, maybe top two basketball uh, meme video. That's just incredible. <laughs> Darren Williams, they trash. I but at least I know this. <laughs> I, I'm gonna post that. I'm gonna post that video tonight on my Twitter. <laughs> All 
All right. I always love that video. I have to watch it every single time, at least once. Um, all right. So we wanted to start off this week, um, you know, after our little rhetoric here about the tournament, we, we were talking about – I sent you a, a link, sir. Um, let's oh, see. Yeah, let's talk about this. Bleacher Report. What, what did they say? Let's see. Bleacher Report. THT in Charlotte, 37 points, 10 assists, 8 rebounds. That man almost got a triple-double. He could have ended a like a 10-year drought for the Jazz. Dang it, THT, why couldn't you get two more rebounds? Or, some, you know, somebody needed a Westbrook farm where they could just tap him the rebound. Seriously, man. That is, an, that is a stellar night for somebody who I was talking so much trash about early in the season. He wasn't really seeing the floor a lot either early. But now he's the de facto primary point guard with Colin Sexton hurt, and you know, and Mike Conley on the uh, the uh, ever mediocre Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, <laughs> hey, it, let me just say right now, everybody listening. Number one, I told this man Jerry that uh, Taylor Ball Man Horton Tucker was a valuable player. You just had to give him time. This is the problem with THT. It literally takes him three quarters of the season to figure out if he wants to be a superstar. <laughs> that is, he is going to come through for you, but he's only going to come through for you with like 18 games left. But it will be the best 18 games of basketball he's going to have, and it's going to bump his average to like 12 points, seven assists, eight rebounds. I'm so serious. <laughs> Lakers fans know what I'm talking about. We watched it for three years. <laughs> you know, we thought we had something special in the bubble, and then he left the bubble and yeah, came. To y'all, y'all called him. Y'all called him total hot trash. I don't. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> this is yes, because that man came out the bubble. He was killing in the bubble, and then he came into Staples and was going like two for fifteen shooting. Man it was trash. Man it was well, trash. You, you also had no shooting. And he was off ball. You were you're forcing him into an off ball role, and he's not a shooter. And he had nowhere to drive because you got Anthony Davis clogging the lane, and then exactly. Dwight Howard clogging the lane, and then LeBron clogging the lane. <laughs> and but what did I tell you though? What did I tell you? I said because it was very true. Because last season it actually worked. His last season with the Lakers it actually worked. When people was hurt, he actually got to have the ball. I say, oh, he's a great secondary ball handler. Great yeah, that's secondary ball I know. I, I, yeah, and you told me that, and at the beginning of the year, it was totally untrue. But now it's, <laughs> but now it's now it's true. But I, I, it, I it was weird though. Time. It was weird though. Like the man, like it looked like he couldn't dribble, and then now he can dribble. <laughs> Here's the thing. I seriously, since his rookie year, I have thought I've been like his arms are legitimately too long for how he plays hmm. his his arms are too long for the way he wants to play i've always thought that because if you look at that man's arm the man's got a longer wingspan than rajon rondo and he's rondo got, he's got really long arms yeah and so i'm Dude is gonna open up his arms and just float away someday yeah i've always just said you know what i don't think i don't i don't think his arms help him when it comes to this like it just he can't he almost looks awkward at times. 
with the way he wants to play, but it's like his reach is entirely too long for it. Man wants to be a Kyrie, but he he ain't got the kite. His arms is too long for that. He needs to be about three inches taller. Hmm. There you have it, folks. We've determined that the physiology of THT is what's holding him back from being the next Kobe Bryant. Or Kyrie. I don't know. Yeah, definitely not Kobe. Definitely not Kobe. <laughs> don't, you dis- don't disrespect my goat like that. Hey, man. Y- y'all, y'all fa- your fan base was comparing Coos to Kobe. So I don't want to hear nothing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me stop you there. <laughs> my fan base has been poisoned for four years. Four years. Only four years? We got some of the toxic. No, let me tell you something right now. When the Lakers went through that six-year, seven-year stretch of not making the playoffs, those was the real fans. Those was the real ones. When LeBron showed up and then Russell showed up, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man, you you guys had an influx of transfers from Oklahoma City. To- <laughs> Who are all of these fans? You got some Cleveland area people. <laughs> like, because you know when they do the when they do the uh, the jersey map for like best selling jerseys, it was all purple from these LeBron cities. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cleveland, yeah. my like all of these LeBron, red, yeah, Miami. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was like purple. And I couldn't stand it. I couldn't listen, man. I would be so happy. Like we got, listen, we got the toxic Russ, Russell Westbrook fans out of Lakerland. Thank you, Jesus. I need, <laughs> I need LeBron to retire because after he won a championship with the Lakers, people Dude. started saying he was the greatest Laker ever. And I was like, oh, dead serious. No. Yeah, I know. Like Magic Johnson. I know. Your guys, your guys, Shannon Sharp has been throwing dirt on Kobe's name, like for no reason, because he used to be like the ultimate Kobe guy. (laughs) Like I just saw some stuff people were pulling up from 2012, and he was talking about how Kobe was number two behind Mike, and now he's like, Nah, Kobe's like not even top 20. I'm like, Dude, what the heck? How are people so low on Kobe Bryant, man? Like. Like that is that that is just insane insanity. Anybody who has him outside the top fifteen should not discuss basketball. Because Kobe, if you got is, him outside of the top ten, you don't even need to watch basketball anymore. Oof, oof. So I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all like <laughs> Allen Iverson said. They asked Allen Iverson, they was like, "Who's your best matchup?" He said Kobe. He said, "Did y'all forget? Y'all forgot?" Like I think they really forgot. Kobe dude, I, I love AI, Kobe. man. He has love for all the legends. That dude does not disrespect legends. Kobe. I love AI for that reason, man. That, reason. that guy has been humbled by his, by you know his circumstances, but he I never heard him try to throw dirt on people's names just to prop himself up. That guy is that guy's awesome. Because he won't. He told people, I dropped 40 on Kobe. Kobe studied film and held that man. And and just just put that man in chains. Listen, man, AI hey, let people know Kobe one of the guys of this. And here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. All of these people who are like, LeBron's better, LeBron's better. LeBron literally grew up saying, I want to be like Kobe. 
He said, I had the nappy afro because Kobe had it. Bro, it was 2010, 2011. I was watching this LeBron video. Oh, Kobe's the best player in the NBA right now. Wow, even better than you? Oh, yeah, right now. And we're just like, I mean, not just right now. He might still be better. I mean, people disrespect Kobe for no reason at all other than he ripped the hearts out of their team. And, and look, I was on the receiving end of that many times. That man is a killer. Cold-blooded. Like, I saw that man more than I saw Mike, you know, because he was in the conference. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. And because I'm not that old. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> I mean, I saw Mike twice in the finals as a Jazz fan, but I don't really remember the other Mike finals very well at all. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's all very hazy. Uh, a yeah. long time ago. Well, I mean, you know, his thing is, and I'm, and I'm chalking up to this. When you talk about like the greatness of Kobe and the greatness of Mike, people fear them. They don't fear LeBron. Well, and one thing I would give to Kobe over Mike is Kobe was always the best wing defender on his team. Yeah. Always. There was no, yeah. this, you and Mike always find, had Scotty. <laughs> yeah, Mike always had Scotty. You will not find a better on ball perimeter defender in NBA history. You will not find a better one than Kobe Bryant. Legend, man. Legend. You know, R.I.P. That's, that's, y'all, y'all, y'all got to put some respect on my man's name, man. Man, I, 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 I might have to add a, you, you know the Dame Dollar song, uh, "Throw It Back, Kobe," right? Yes. <laughs> I might have to add that as the bumper. Listen, man. <laughs> that's what uh, yeah. Okay, so, so you had an interesting uh, back and forth with uh. A, a jazz Twitter person that seemed to be salty about uh, a certain Thunder, uh, you know, player, which wasn't Russell Westbrook, which is kind of surprising because jazz fans, I haven't seen them be salty towards a Thunder player until this random incident. I'm just like, what? I mean, some people are yeah. talking trash about Shea, but I have no understanding as to why. They're like, he's not yeah. even as good as Donovan Mitchell. I'm like, Shea is a. I don't know if I would say that. Shea has never been on a team. As good as the team's Donovan has been on, so what? What are you talking about, man? Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, like uh, people like to do these comparisons without any freaking relevancy at all, and I'm just like, no, nah, man. I mean, you you guys just make stuff up. Like, what, what's going on here? Um, but, but so let's 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 discuss this. Uh, let's discuss your your little feud or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. First off, Mark Pereira, or whatever the hell your last name is. Listen, man. This is a this is a jazz fan who obviously is in denial about the state of the organization that he uh, does live podcasts for. Um, because this man said, "Now listen, Brandon Raybar, who is uh, he's he's a Thunder beat reporter. Um, you know, he's very he's obviously famous in the Oklahoma City area. You know, so a lot of Thunder fans love him. Uh, he did a comparison." Right, so Jalen Williams, uh, he's a a 20-year-old second-round pick here in Oklahoma City. He led the NCAA in charges drawn at age 19, so a year ago, right? This year at age 20, he leads the NBA at charges drawn. Whoo! At age 20, as a rookie. So here's, this is, this is why, this is why I got on this Mark Pereira's that's why I got on this bumper. 
He said, Jazz played against this dude three times in the past two weeks, and it was remarkable how this dude's entire defensive strategy is just, I'm going to get in the way. Provides nothing offensively. Enjoy the bullshit parade while you can, I guess. So let's just stop this guy there. The Jazz played this dude three times in two weeks and lost twice. And barely won. Ooh. And barely won. They won by one point. They they got blown out twice. That not even just lost. They got blown out. They got smoked. They got owned. They got decimated. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It was so bad that we was leaving the arena in the third quarter. (laughs) That's how far down the Jazz were. Ooh, cooked. Cooked. Oh, my goodness. So I'm sitting here, and I'm like, I'm laughing. Because not only is the, are the Jazz one and two against this guy that he's trying to downplay, defense is literally getting in the way of the opposition. I, I don't know what point he was trying to make there. I just because, I, I I don't understand that argument either. But I mean I mean to each their own, I guess. Um, I think I see basketball a bit differently. So I mean that's just me. Yeah, and that's the thing. And you know something else is crazy is I didn't even have to listen, man. You know, Thunder Twitter, they love the boy. They love me. I didn't even have to say nothing either. (laughs) I made one comment, and then Thunder fans started hopping in my mentions, getting on his head. And now they in his mentions, (laughs) getting on his head. Oh, oh, man. He played himself. Ouch. Oh, Jalen Williams played uh, college ball at Arkansas. Okay, there are literally oh Arkansas, Arkansas fans are like oh Arkansas <laughs> hoops fan accounts getting on this man bumper. You played yourself for a dude uh, uh, to try to disrespect a dude that you say brings nothing offensively, but he shoots just over forty percent from three. I mean, he's he cooked, man. He cooked from the outside. I. I... I respect that dude. That dude can play, man. I don't know what you're saying. Brings nothing offensively. Man is a sniper. What? what? He can shoot. I mean, and, I, I, I don't get and it. Here's, and, here's, and here's what he needs to understand. After tonight, literally, after tonight, because the Thunder lead the season series 2-1, to one, they can jump the Jazz in the standings for the final playoff spot. Good, because I don't want I don't want it. <laughs> no, y'all 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 are y'all are Victor or Bus right now. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's gonna happen. But uh, happen. I, I need a top eight. I, I need a top eight pick though. I need a Some top y'all eight. Got pick. that man's name in their Twitter taglines right now. Oh, oh, you 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 got a bunch of people with with that man's name and and his photo. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Photoshopped into a jazz jersey. <laughs> which yeah. which you know that takes some effort. I mean, we're we're not Lakers Twitter. Like we, we used to ha- you, y'all had everybody. Everybody. Listen man. You, we got memes about y'all having everybody. Listen man, that was the problem. I used to get so pissed off when Stephen A. Smith would get on first take and be like, "What I'm hearing. What I'm hearing." <laughs> Is this brother wants to play in LA? Oh man! And then people, and then people would go wild, and it, would, it wasn't even true. Oh. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith did not start being right about the Lakers until 
he said like three months in advance, you know, LeBron, this brother wants to go to L.A. He said it just like that. Three months later, LeBron signed to L.A. I said, oh, well, he's finally right about something. But other than that, Stephen A. Smith had the media and Twitter hyped on people who wanted to come to the Lakers. Didn't nobody want to come to the Lakers. We were trash. Dude, the Magic worked his magic with with LeBron. I don't think uh, y'all would have LeBron without Magic. Now, that's not to say that Magic did a great job with everything in his tenure, but he helped secure LeBron, and without LeBron, y'all ain't got the bubble championship. So, And that was the thing. Like, LeBron's even said it. You know, he's been like, hey, if it wasn't for Magic, I wouldn't have been in L.A. Here's something else I've heard. I don't know what happened, but something else I heard was, and even though I'm glad it didn't happen, I heard Magic had Kawhi ready to come. Oof. I don't know what happened. Now, this has been from multiple Laker insiders as well as people outside the organization. I think think Bomber probably gave him a helicopter under the radar. Oh, yeah, probably. It's something for his uncle. He, like, apparently he has, like, a team plane that he can fly on any time. You know, I don't don't know. But Magic, even Magic said, he was like, I had Kawhi. He said, but things just didn't work out the way we wanted them to. That's too bad. But I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, the man hasn't hasn't played. I mean, he's got a degenerative leg condition, so I'm not going to fault him for that. But uh, that team is... The Clippers are not going to prosper with Kawhi and Paul George missing as much time as they do. It's just not going to happen. Like, that ship has sailed. Unintended. Yeah, <laughs> Clippers. They're not going to prosper with Russell Westbrook either. Yeah. Dude, dude. I mean, Zach Lowe said they dropped a grenade on their team when they brought Russ in, and I, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just hard to work in. I mean, sure, has he played with – you know, Paul George? Yeah. I mean, but Paul George was also like, oh, no, yeah, you can trade me <laughs> to go play with Kawhi. I'm, I'm good. Russ, I, I heard I heard you were trying to finesse your way your, your way to L.A. with uh, Kawhi first, so I'm, I'm going to hop on that train. If Russ had not approached Kawhi, I don't think Paul George ends up there. <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! And and that's the funny thing is like I don't I don't think that story gets told enough. Is that is that Russ got got himself stuck with being the only All Star on the team again (laughs) because because he wanted to go home to LA. He wanted to go to LA so bad, so bad, and then that man ended up in Houston. With James Harden, who don't even try to hoop, he just want to go to the strip club. I mean, and he and that man, like Houston, is crazy enough that they might he might end up back in Houston, just going to the strip club, which is gonna be terrible for the young talent on that organization. Which I hope hope they don't. I mean, if they land Wembenyama, he's gonna have to try to carry James Harden's uh, overweight tiny up the hill, you know, to the to the title. <laughs> Hey, I'm trying not to curse, so I I don't want to edit this. (laughs) Don't want to edit it too bad, huh? I I just want the world to know the Thunder just won 102 to 90 
over the San Antonio Spurs, which everybody's been beating the Spurs, but that's neither here nor there. They will jump. Oh, they have officially jumped the Jazz. They are now in sole possession of the 10th seed going into these last, what, 15 games, 14 Uh, games? What are the Lakers at right now? Are they at nine? Lakers are at nine, but can move up. They can move up in the eighth tonight. Ooh, they win tonight. Who are they playing tonight again? Uh, they got the Knicks. The Knicks have lost three straight. So ooh, the Knicks, the Knicks were the Knicks were hot, Knicks. man. I wonder what's going on up there. Huh. I don't, I don't know, man. They've lost three straight. Um, you know, and so uh, like that game just started a couple minutes ago. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going on with the Knicks. I don't know if they're hurt. Um, I know. I do know that Josh Hart has been playing his butt off since he got there, uh, you know, and he was a big reason why they they were hot after that trade. But unfortunately, know. that's what happened last time he got traded too. They were really hot, like right after he was traded, and then he cooled off. Ice yeah. cold, yeah. So I guess the magic might be wearing off. But I did see a report that Hart's supposed to be signing a pretty large extension. Uh, they're going to Jalen Brunson, that boy, probably. Uh, <laughs> pay him 100 mil for nothing. I mean, J- Jalen Brunson is good, though. Like, that man has been hooping. He like, has, but is it going to translate to the playoffs? Probably not. They lost three in a row. I'm hoping that we make it four in a row. Cause we is that, is that at pace. home, or is it? Uh, This one is, I'll tell you right now, it is it's at home. It's in L.A. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. Le- how how much longer is LeBron out again? LeBron's out at least two more weeks, um, and then uh, so Mo, right before the playoffs. Yep, and then Mo the Goat Bamba is out four more weeks. Dang, that that's a real loss. Mo, Mo has been Mo's been solid. He has been solid, um, but I do want to say I do want to say thank you, Jazz fans, for not appreciating. Jared Vanderbilt, the way you should have, uh, and Malik Beasley, because we love both of them. Jared Vanderbilt's got a great motor, man. That guy, uh, that guy can go. Um, and Malik, uh, his shooting was really scorching hot at the beginning of the year, and it sort of ta- was tapering off. I'm glad to see his return into form. Um, yeah, it's just I think for for them, like. They just didn't look like they were going to fit the timeline for what the Jazz were looking to do. Um, and so, you know, it's unfortunate. They're both younger guys, you know. I'm glad that, you know, that they could find somewhere that they, they've got, you know, roles where they can contribute and, and maybe make the playoffs. Listen, Jared Vanderbilt has become my new favorite player in the National Basketball Association. Okay. The way that man plays, good Lord. He has a crazy energy. I mean, like you were saying, his motor is is unreal. Yeah. Um, that man can like, just go. Yeah. Uh, he, just, he just hoops. He just hoops. And what's crazy about the way he plays is he's a lot more athletic than people realize, and that gets them in trouble when he goes for a rebound because he out rebounds. He can out rebound almost anybody. Yeah, he's he's a solid rebounder. Um, I, I don't love the way he's. I don't love the way he smokes layups, though. Uh, you, you know something? You know something? So he has been 
decent in L.A. Uh, oh, he's good. been decent. He's been decent in L.A. But I think I had told you already, Darvin Ham's system is one to where it really, it really just it caters to big men. Okay. Yeah, because I think that um, Hardy, I think he has a trouble with tweeners a little bit. I mean, I, Quinn Snyder definitely had trouble with tweener big men. Like, he did not know how to use them at all. See Rudy Gay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, the only the only tweeners he know, knew how to use was Joe Ingles, and, and, and Joe was, you know, I, I mean, that's Quinn. That's Quinn. Yeah. It was washed yeah. by then. I would I wouldn't be surprised though if the Hawks sign him on a deal next year. Joe Ingles to the Hawks confirmed. <laughs> Joe, Joe Ingles Joe Ingles can give somebody buckets looking like a forty year old janitor, and I'm not mad at it. <laughs> uh, that man is washed though. Like honestly, uh, I, I mean I'm happy for him that you know he might have a role in in Milwaukee, but. In the playoffs, he is going to look like cooked food. I don't know if he's going to be able to see the floor that much. Like, I, he he'd been looking like cooked food for a while, but at least you know he's he's a depth piece. He's not the guy that you're trying to put on Paul George because oh man. <laughs> hey, listen, man, you might want to. And we we all have seen that that is that's Paul George's weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one time, that one time for 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 six games. But, it, but hey, um, and and in the regular season, that very next season, Paul George was getting cooked by his old butt. Oh, that's true. That's that's true. He he was getting cooked. That you're not wrong. I forgot about that. Paul George, Paul George made a bet. Listen, Paul George got cooked by uh uh by Joe Ingles. Dog, probably, I mean, you got six straight in the playoffs and then four more in the regular season. And then the season after that, he got cooked by him, I think, two or three more times. Yeah. Yeah, it, it went on for a while. And he finally turned the corner when we, he was with the Clippers at, like, the worst possible time for the Jazz. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the worst possible time, man. People was getting hurt, y'all. Jazz was arguing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, I had somebody in my mentions that pulled up with like a three-year-old tweet when or like a, an old tweet where I was saying I wasn't afraid of a no Paul George and he was retweeting it that night. The loss. And I'm just like, what the hell, dude? Like, I barely even know you. Why are you retweeting this crap? <laughs> like, yeah, let me go look something up from freaking three years ago that has no relevancy today. <laughs> yeah, right. Or I don't even know if it was three years ago. It might have been the same season, because I, because I, you know, I was doing my front runner nonsense. The Jazz were the number one seed. Like, I, sure, I was talking, I was talking trash of you know bravado, all that kind of stuff. But you know, yeah. what can I say? Uh, the Jazz didn't have any wing defenders, and that was something uh, that I complained about for like three years. <laughs> and uh, it finally caught up to him. And Dennis Lindsay is a joke for not drafting Desmond Bain because that's. He's the guy that I wanted at the time. I, I don't know if I'm on record on on Jazz High Notes saying that specifically, but I was very intrigued. But I was like, if he falls to that, I mean, he's a wing player. The Jazz need wing players. I'm like, I, Joe Ingles is, is, 
I, I've, been, I've been on the Joe Ingles' dead train for like four years, so <laughs> almost. You know you know what train I've been on for two years now? Nah. I told y'all the Jazz was going to blow that number one seed. I've been on that train. <laughs> oh, oh, that's true. You did. You did. And then we did talk about that they were going to blow up and, and incinerate. I told y'all. I told y'all that. I told y'all that. You believe me and you, we had great conversations about it. It is whoever got my account suspended for six months that I will I will never let that down. Dude, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out who that was because it's like, why would somebody in Memphis in six or whatever, Memphis in seven? I said Memphis in seven. <laughs> and somebody and called that hate speech? Somebody reported the hate speech. <laughs> oh, that was still like the, the softest. Basketball trash talk conversation ever. Like, ah, oh, no, nah, Memphis is seven is eight speech. It's point, like, 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 like it was I'm like you were saying school. something about Dr. King in Memphis or something. Like, that yeah. is like weird. Yeah. That's like so weird. No, what's even close to that? Like, at that point, when I realized that was why my account got banned, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm, I, I agree with Vernon Maxwell. That's how I feel. Everything he says. I started retweeting all his hate tweets towards Utah. <laughs> man, that dude, that man is funny. I don't care what people say. That guy has got jokes. Like, <laughs> the, the hate is real. That man works on those jokes. He works on his craft. Like, that is yeah. funny. And good for him. Like, he's living a nice retirement selling signed jerseys. Like, <laughs> good for him. And it works well. Matter of fact, I'm going to his page right now to try to find some Utah slander. <laughs> oh my goodness! And you know what the funniest thing is? Is like the best, uh, probably the best chance the Jazz ever really had to win a championship was the year they faced the Rockets in the first round. I think it was three versus six. Those might have been the two best teams in the West, and they went faced off in the first round. And the Jazz lost by a game. That might have been their best chance to ever win a championship. Right there in like 96. Or was that 95? Yeah, one of those years. It was like the first year. I think it was the first year Hornacek got to the Jazz. I, I can't remember, honestly. And my first the, Maxwell tweet is now retweeted. <laughs> what did this one say? Oh, the one I just sent you. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I can't retweet that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get in trouble for that one. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yep, I will get in trouble for that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That one is, that one is, that one is, oh, that's, that's scary, man. If you if you if y'all want to see it, you just need to search Vernon Maxwell and Utah women, because holy crap. Yep, there you go. Holy I can't retweet that one. <laughs> that is some savage. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you, you quote tweeting his, his uh, 2021 tweets about the Jazz blowing a 25 point lead. Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Ever. Oh my goodness. Because that was also the game, that was also the game where I told Jazz fans, I said, Rudy cannot defend laterally. He's an up-and-down player. 
He's not a lateral defender. He gets he get, he crosses his feet. And what happened? Here's the thing. So at that point in time, Ty Lue did the one thing that I said they were going to do. I said he's going to run pin down screens for open threes all night. What did he do? Pin down screen, open three. Pin down. Do it. And, and that, that five out with in a row. That five out with Batum at the at the five, dude. That that just annihilated the Jazz. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because Rudy was probably one of the first guys to call Nick, and Nick's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm talking to the Clippers, and the Jazz never called him. And it's like, oh, so the, if the Jazz had bought, bought <laughs> you know, back to Rudy's play, then then maybe the Jazz would have been in the conference finals. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I don't know what kind of life Nicholas Batum leads, man. Leads. I don't, I don't know if he's married. I don't know if he's single. I don't know what he's doing. But, I, I mean, Rudy and him are friends. They, they played on the national team together. And he's one of those guys that, like, like he, he's not Evan Fournier because Rudy and, and Evan Fournier are, like, best friends right. or something. Like, they're, they're like, really tight. Uh, but, I mean, that's he, – he, he played with the man on the, on the French national team, man. Like, you really can't. They didn't go all in. It's kind of embarrassing. Like, hey, all I can say, I told y'all, and I told <laughs> y'all again. I told y'all again. I, I I completely said it. And somebody who shall remain nameless that got upset because I clowned him when they lost and got Ooh. in his feelings Ooh. on Twitter. <laughs> Ooh. It was like, you can make fun of me, but I love this team. Yeah. Oh, I know uh-huh. who it is. Oh, I put yeah. that from yeah. It's painful. You, you had to twist the knife, man. Oh, hey. I, but at least your account was suspended so you couldn't retweet his old takes. Like, <laughs> and, by the, and by the time I got my account back, it was too late. It was yeah, too that, to like that is just so dead. Like, yeah, I you'd be like, oh, I just look super salty. <laughs> I just look super salty. I had all those tweets bookmarked. I had all those tweets bookmarked. And I was like, I'm about to let them have it because they're going to lose. And then my account was suspended. And I was like, now I got to go search these accounts. <laughs> That's too much work. I ain't doing that. Yeah. Said, Man. But it was one. It was two specific people. And when I made my new account, I let them boys have it. Because I am that petty. You know what I'm saying? I am that petty. You know, but moving on, switching switching gears. How about this race in the West? I mean, it's it's crazy, man. Like Nobody uh, cares about the East. I think we should just get that out right now. Yeah, you, you got, the top three teams are pretty much set, and the top two, I mean, the conference finals is almost, is, you know, basically going to be Milwaukee and Boston, unless... Yes. Philly like pull something out of their butt, or Cleveland miraculously uh, goes on a run that nobody sees coming. Yeah. Um, anyways, but yeah, the West is it's confusing, man. The the Warriors, uh, I don't know what to make of them, man. They they're just like the most they're maybe the league's most confusing team. Horrible on um, the road, excellent at home. Which. Makes absolutely no sense, but they're, they're starting not to close games with Jordan Poole, and that's probably probably the move uh, yep. because they won last night with, without playing him. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what else what else to say. 
about them. Uh, who who you got on tap? Stat. Here's an interesting stat for you. Seeds five through ten in the West are separated by less than four games. Oof. Oof. Less than four games. Four, four games total. We talking two wins, two losses? Four games? No, like, so, uh, let me see. So the Jazz, right now, the Jazz are literally uh, three games behind the fifth seed. Like that's that's how that's how close the the Western race is in terms of standings. So, you know, so they um, the Clippers are sitting at thirty six and thirty three. They're ten and a half games back. The Warriors are a game behind them. Timberwolves are two games behind them. So are the Mavericks. Jazz are three games behind. Lakers are two and a half games behind them. So seeds five through ten, literally. I mean, none of those, as of right now, none of those are set. Mm -hmm. Your only ones that seem to be set are one through three. Because even the Suns Suns could could flip-flop if they don't pay attention. Well, especially with the KD injury, that's that's big. Um, Yeah, and they're saying he might miss the start of the playoffs. Oof. You know, I think we should pick this up next week because I think we could do almost a whole hour on that. Oh, we could. Yeah, absolutely. We can absolutely pick that up. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. Again, this has been another episode of Bus and Barker. I'm going to let AJ play us out. Hey, listen, big shout out to our sponsors, Warrior Fitness Gym, Oklahoma City's premier private gym, and Drip Fit, the Canadian workout intensifier. Uh, if you want to stay drippy and look better naked, get your Drip Fit. Use code BUSSY10 at checkout. For a little discount. Listen, y'all, it is in CAD, not USD. So when you go to checkout, it's going to be in USD. A couple of people asked me about that. Don't be afraid about them prices. Y'all know Canada be tripping. All oh, right. Oh, you have Lakers. it there. Bussy is B U S S E Y. B U S S E Y 10. All righty. Folks, we are out. All right. Um, there we go. I'm going to end the call. Talk to you later, bro. All right, man. Holla. Peace.